Okay, I've just pulled up in town in Eastbourne. Um, today I've got a guest that has no idea they're coming on the podcast. <laughs> um, my friend, Pearl Bates. We're actually just meeting up for a coffee. And Pearl actually asked me um, if she could come on the podcast because she had something to say. And yeah, I, I initially I resisted because I had a couple in the bag already and I'm getting ready to go to Bali and I quite pushed for time. But do you know what? I like thought about it a little bit longer and I thought, if I'm meeting her for a coffee anyway, what's the harm in just recording the conversation and then putting it out later, hey? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go and meet her now. I'm actually going to ask her... I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm thinking I might go and sit by the beach and do it because I feel that where we're going to meet might be a bit noisy. We'll see what happens. I'll go and walk down there now, check it out. Um, but yeah, I might situate myself at the beach and ask her to meet me there because we're we're because we're actually meeting at a restaurant which is opposite the beach in Eastbourne. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go and do this intro. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Graham Kais Karma Club podcast, episode thirty-two. Okay. So, um, I found a spot. I came here a second ago and there was a family having a picnic right in the place where I wanted to go. So I uh, bided my time <laughs> and I've got it. I've got an amazing little spot right next to Eastbourne Ferris Wheel. Yeah. Some good images here. But it's a podcast, so not all of you can see this. Unless you're watching this little clip on Instagram right now. Um, it's beautiful here. I've got a patch of grass uh, that's baking in the sun with daisies all over the place. Uh, we've got palm trees and bushes swaying in the onshore breeze. Uh, the reason I couldn't go to the seaside because the sea breeze is onshore and it would have been hectic on the microphone. Um, oh, there's a little blackbird coming to say hello. Hello. But anyway, let's wait for Pearl. She just messaged me saying that she's waiting at Lewis train station for the train, so she will be here shortly. So I'm about to meet Pearl Bates for the first time, and she's coming onto the podcast as a surprise guest. Has no idea that she's going on a podcast today. <laughs> if she's with people, that's going to be kind of awkward. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see what happens. Let's hope this works. I better stand up. There she is. <laughs> She's in disguise. <laughs> She's got these big glasses on. And she's dressed for winter as well. <laughs> Hello, Pearl. Come here. <laughs> How are you? Amazing to meet you. Hi. Oh, well, well, amazing to meet you too. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. You need to come this side, though. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I thought I would uh, surprise you today uh, with a surprise podcast interview, if amazing. you don't mind. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, so I've got a fail-safe mic running here with yeah. a little money spider on there. Great. I wonder if you'd be able to hear the money spider if it goes over the. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Would be awesome. Yeah. 
I've been reading they've all got individual personalities. Have they? Yeah. Oh, really? You can get shy spiders, you can get, uh, you know, extrovert ones. Oh, yeah. And have you seen the spider webs when they've given them drugs? I have actually, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing some pictures about that, yeah. yeah. Not sure I agree with the ethics there, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm sure the spiders agree with it though. <laughs> um, right, okay, well I've made some notes. Okay. Um, well, like basically like um, what it was, was uh, after you asked me and I was like, oh, I've got so much going on, like it happens to me, I immediately resist to things and then yeah. I like sit with it for a bit and I'm like, do you know what, like I have got time and like the edit can happen later anyway, you know, and uh, I thought what you uh, wanted to talk about sounded very interesting, so, cool. but yeah, I mean, how are you feeling right now, though, like, about this? Um, I'm uh, a little bit caught off guard, but I'm up for it, I'm excited by it, I'm like, alright, <laughs> let's just do it, see what happens, if it goes wrong, I'm sure most people won't give a shit, so. Amazing, okay, <laughs> cool, well, I'll, I'm, I, this is the first time I've done this when I'm holding the mic, so, um, because, bef- no, well, no, it's alright, it's cause, okay. because basically, I've had it before, where I've had it in the middle of us, and then I've yeah. got a really loud, piercing voice, right. and um, normally the guests don't so like I have to then really mess around with the, with the volume so okay. I'll be doing like kind of like a BBC kind of style Brilliant. backwards right. and forwards <laughs> lovely to meet you Likewise. welcome to the podcast thank you so much <laughs> I'm delighted to meet you oh me too same right okay so I'm going to start off with a quote from within this ordinariness you can knit together something extraordinary yeah. who said that thank you is it someone called Pearl? <laughs> yeah, it was. I've done a little bit of digging, and uh, I did actually listen to a little podcast that you oh, were yeah. in, and, and that really got me at the end. I liked that. That was really nice. Um, but yeah, so basically, like, first of all, can you just tell the audience who the hell are you? Who the hell am I? Um, <laughs> that's a really good question because nothing's leaping immediately to mind. That could be all sorts of things, but I suppose most people know me as an artist. And I've been drawing pictures literally for as long as I can remember. I distinctly remember drawing a ballet dancer on the kitchen table age three. And that's always been my way of moving through the world, is creating stuff and sharing that with people. And uh, hopefully I bring delight and wonder and reassurance and inspiration and all good things like that into people's lives through the things that I create. That's the mission. Well, you definitely do. Basically, as a newbie artist myself, um, Pearl actually makes me feel even more of an imposter than I already feel like. (laughs) Oh, thank you. You move so quickly. Just to show you stick at something. And, and I and I am getting over that, you know, yeah. like uh, it's because it's all very new, you know, and yeah. like and I see someone like you and I, look, I research a bit more, and like art has been your whole life, and like yeah. I mean I guess it has with me as well, but like in different channels and yeah, well you know what I've got a sneaky suspicion that art has been a part of everybody's life all yeah. along, but we're just encouraged not to realise that yeah. And I just, I just really feel that being creative is such an integral part of being a human. Yeah, it's innate. It's innate. And if yeah. people were given permission to, to, to own that and get involved with it, you don't have to be making a living out of it, but if it's a part of your life, I just feel we could make the world such a better place. That's exactly it. And that's uh, something that I've always said to people that like, want to come and join the art club that I started in Newquay and they've never tried art and they're like, well, I'm not arty. I'm like, well, actually, yeah. you are. And yeah. like, it's what separates us from 
some animals right, right. <laughs> spiders on drugs yeah. uh, maybe not them um, but yeah um, but you also uh, what you've done as well um, by me following what you've been up to as well is kind of inspiring me to find my true style because it looks like with you very much have yeah and um, like yeah like at the moment I'm kind of sort of firing off cannons in all different directions and uh-huh. uh, that's actually something that uh, an artist David Kim Whitaker I'm not sure if you've heard of her no. um, but she's incredible uh, she's based in Newquay she's actually my friend's sister okay. and um, she yeah she I went to go and see her in her studio and she sort of validated me uh-huh. and then I was like, that was nice. How you did know. she do that? Well, she looked at my art and said, I've got a talent. And I was like, yeah. oh, thanks. Yeah. And um, But then she was like, I'm not sure what you should do, whether you should keep firing off those cannons or start homing in on the white rabbit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, that's something that I'm, like, going to be trying to achieve, I reckon, over yeah. the next uh, little while on my journey, I think. I suppose if I had anything to advise you with that, it, the, the, the boring but but reliable answer is to just keep sticking at it and it will come through and I would say um, pick up your art materials when you're really tired and the part of your brain that's trying to control everything is going offline a little bit and then perhaps your true voice will have more space to come through is my is my guess okay and why is why is that why do you think that that happens I think when we're when we're tired especially well I'm a night owl I love working at night but when you're um shifting towards sleep your brain waves uh change apparently and i forget whether they go into which one's beta and which one's alpha but you do uh, as as night comes you shift into a more sort of intuitive um slower kind of a brain wave where you can um uh, get into contact with your subconscious a little bit more easier kind of let the dreams come through even though you're still in your waking state and i don't know if you've heard um a TED talk by an author called Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah, I listened to it this morning. Watched oh, it this morning, actually. Um, I just love it. Well, she's talking about genius. Yeah. And she's talking about it being an external interest. I did that as a, as a digging up on you, actually. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I love it so much because I, all, I really resonate with that. It yeah. really feels well, like... Well, just to let the audience know, Elizabeth Gilbert wrote yeah. the book Eat, Pray, Love. And, um, yeah, yeah, so you explain what the TED talk was roughly about. So she's, she's talking about how in modern life we've kind of... Um, uh, that the word genius has slightly um, become unmoored from its original meaning and uh, in, in early Greece where it first originated the idea was that your creative genius is something that's external to you it's like a sort mm. of like a little separate being in a way God. yeah exactly um, and so when you are creating whether that be art or dance or poetry the genius is moving through you and expressing itself through you you're just the vessel um, and I really resonate with that and I really feel like uh, I, over my lifetime I've built up a relationship with this yeah. energy which hasn't always been easy sometimes we've had some proper big rows most yeah. of the time it's fun though <laughs> um, and I just feel when I'm um, uh, late at night or even early in the morning I just find it easier to communicate with that kind of energy and let it come through yeah. and let it do its thing or if you're listening to music that really inspires you that takes you out in the moment a little bit course music's very important for my artistic process like I've I've connected with music a lot more since starting to paint because Uh I've had that time to actually start using my Spotify and I'm like wow I'm reconnecting with my music again Uh then I started picking my instruments up again and yeah like I think I need to have music when I'm painting yeah me too I love it I don't understand how people can do it in silence well actually (laughs) you know to be honest sometimes there is moments where you do just want a bit of peace but mostly I want a bit of a good track on me too 
<laughs> yeah, um, actually, do you know what? You sort of give me an idea. Maybe what I might try and do when I'm set up, um, when I'm back in Bali, yeah. I have my easels very close at hand. At the moment, I'm at my parents and I have to open the garage and it's it's got that friction between yeah. me and what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but I might actually set my alarms for like ridiculous times at night or in the morning and then just wake up and paint try that i think that's a brilliant idea do it as an experiment totally just go for just it just wake up don't even grab a coffee just get have the have everything set ready and yeah. then just see what i can create yeah absolutely yeah. that'd yeah. be fun i think that sounds amazing yeah, yeah. so to describe um pearl's work uh the way i see your work uh it's like a a lullaby uh, like, and hazy dreams uh, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of got like that fantasy element to it and and also I can see a lot of fashion I've come through do you work in the fashion industry at all? I've never worked in the fashion industry but I definitely uh, well maybe <laughs> never say never but I do take a lot of inspiration from uh, fashion illustration uh, fashion, well fashion illustration but fashion design as well yeah. um, and in the 90s when I was at college John Galliano and Alexander McQueen were at the height of their careers and I loved everything that they did um, so yeah hugely inspired by style also just street style I just love going up to London and walking around and seeing what people are putting on and how they're expressing themselves I remember being on a bus in London and some school kids got on and they painted in Tipex um, hieroglyph is it hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics yeah, yeah on their tights and <laughs> I just thought that is so awesome <laughs> oh, that's really nice. yeah, so what, what mediums do you use I'm trying, I was trying to work it out because um, it looks like you use a lot yeah, <laughs> I think I'm officially a mixed media artist. Yeah. So I used to work in oils. Okay. Um, but my and I think they're still the king of paint, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, but my the studio. The only thing I've ever really used. So. Yeah, yeah. But my studio's in my home, and um, they can be a bit smelly and messy. Yeah, so right. acrylics. I kind of like that though. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. Um, but acrylics are um, really my go-to at the moment. And okay. if I'm working on paper. Um, Acrylics, gouache, ink, pencils, those are my faves. Yeah, yeah. nice. Because yeah, also I saw that you're, you're, you're quite into using your biros as well. I love my biros. And like, when, I, when, I, like, when, I, when I was like thinking about doing the podcast this morning uh, with you, I went downstairs. My dad really likes to draw with biros. Ah. And I was asking him about, what's your favourite biro, Dad? Yeah. And he goes, Big Crystal. <laughs> and he was like, he goes, they're, they're, the, they're, the, they're the best. You can do the, the, the chunky lines and the small yeah. lines and they don't blot. And then he was. Then he told me about who invented. It was a guy really? called, called Biro Laz, No Laszlo Biro. Wow. He's an an Argentine, and a Hungarian Argentine that lived in Dorkin and invented it in 1938. There we go. A little bit of trivia for you. I did not know that. That's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, and uh, he was a journalist as well. So he. Right. Uh, he well, they are a feat of engineering. Yeah. They really are. They wanted something easier to write on, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> I like the medium, the medium thickness ones. In fact, I was asked to do um, a little talk for some primary school kids during the lockdown, so it was all on, on Zoom. Yeah. And they sent me in some questions, and one of the kids said, how do you, how do you be an artist? <laughs> what a question. I know. I was like, well, I think you already are one, and you don't need loads of special equipment. I said, you've probably got everything you need in your mum and dad's house. Just find a biro pen, an envelope, start making some shapes. And hey presto, you're an artist. You're Bada good to Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I remember like, I used to really quite enjoy uh, getting the bio out and doing like sketches of my mates' faces years yeah. ago, just as a laugh, like do some characters. And actually, my friends, I remember my friend actually, my other friend Graham was like, "You're actually really good at those bio yeah. bio portraits." And I was like, "Oh, am I?" There was a couple of moments actually growing up that I sort of 
surprise myself with art, but I didn't really sort of pursue it, you know, um, until pandemic times. How was that for you? How was pandemic for you? Oh, it was a barrel of laughs. Um, I got a hamster during lockdown (laughs) and he was amazing. Um, And uh, yeah, I was having a really tough time with loneliness and isolation. Yeah. Um, And I looked into getting a cat or a dog, but they're a huge commitment. I thought, let's just scale it back a bit. <laughs> got hamster. This, got this hamster and he was awesome. Um, so what did yeah, you call your hamster? Cedric. Cedric. Yeah. What a lovely name. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time in nature. I'm lucky that I live in a town that's got easy access to nature and I found uh, I found nature very soothing, very healing, very uh, calming. Yeah. And I ended up doing quite a lot of tree inspired paintings. Oh nice. Yeah. So you're Lewis based aren't you? I am. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, it's wonderful around there isn't it? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess. Well, I discovered it when I was I was in. Well, I was actually in Bali, so I I, I can't really. What a place to do I that know exactly. I, a lot of people were like, "Oh, yeah, well, you didn't have it that bad." <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going through some stuff actually, and like most of us were, and uh, the the painting actually saved me, and yeah. then it and it then it put me on my path to doing content like this and Amazing. talking about mental health and helping other people discover it as well so so do you yeah. think if we hadn't gone through the pandemic you might not have found art <sighs> i don't know um who knows hey like yeah, yeah i suppose that's a question we just can't answer really yep. i I, th- I think i believe that i would have yeah okay yeah in some form i think i already had it you know like uh-huh. i was creative anyway I've been a musician for a few years or quite a lot of my life. I've been in bands and played instruments and, and then also I, I like to do sort of editing and video video storytelling and yeah, yeah so I've always been very, fairly creative. Right. Um, it was about it was, it was bound to be a time when I was going to go to an art class. I actually went on a date with a Russian art teacher. Oh amazing. <laughs> so I didn't need, need much persuading. Oh, hey, awesome. uh, so yeah and then I got friend zoned as soon as she found out I could paint and um, <laughs> became my became my uh, teacher. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually one quick thing I do want to ask and I have a feeling probably loads of people ask you this mm. but John Cleese, how did that come about? John Cleese has rated your work. He yeah. says, he said, some of the most original work I've ever seen. That's incredible. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? How yeah. did that happen? Tell me the story. Well, years and years ago, um, uh, in places like cinemas, clubs and cafes, they used to have, I don't know if they still have them, but they'd have these perspex boxes with postcards in. And yeah. most of them were adverts for stuff. Yeah. Um, and if they had an empty slot, they would give it over to an artist. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, so at the time I sent my... Well, why not, hey? Uh, absolutely, yeah. it's brilliant. Um, and John Cleese's wife at the time, a psychologist called Alice Fay, found my postcards and uh, loved my painting and she commissioned me to paint a portrait oh. for her. I got flown out to their house in Santa Barbara, California, oh. and uh, we did an exhibition at one of their houses. It was just an amazing ranch house. It was, it, the experience was out of this world. That's incredible. So you yeah. spent a bit of time at their house, yeah, and got to hang out with them as a family, yeah. Amazing. Are you still in contact? Not, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They've parted ways since then, and okay. uh, Alice Faye, I think she's still in the states mostly. But um, yeah, that was a wonderful, a wonderful experience. Oh, what an experience! That's yeah. amazing, incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would. Oh, be, it's, it's the dream, isn't it, to find a patron that yeah. wants to like pay you to do your work. Um, and like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to have kind of a similar experience when I go back to New York. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going back to New York in December awesome. to paint. Yeah. And 
this amazing guy called Salvatore uh, Lepizzo, Sal for short, one of the New York Dippers uh, mes- uh, members. I don't know if you know yeah. much about the New York Dippers Club. Yeah, yeah, I've been following your progress. Oh, amazing. Yeah, well, he basically said, come over and stay at mine and paint. <gasps> and uh, so literally I can go over there and just paint and just amazing. do what I love doing and create a body of art. And then, then I'll be going back hopefully on a visa um, like a month later than coming back after I come back yeah um, but yeah and try and see if I can do something with the art that is up so somewhere. exciting yeah that's so. amazing New York's a magical place yeah, yeah it's great and yeah. like uh, I can just see the potential over there yeah and uh, yeah well the New York Dippers Club went crazy and I've got uh, I've got to finish the story somehow <laughs> so right. I have to go back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, let's let's talk about uh, what you wanted to chat about initially, like your your conversation with the Eurostar. You're yeah. on the Eurostar, and uh, you said to me, oh, "I wanted." I, I basically got in, you got into a conversation with them about reconnecting with uh, nature creativity and yeah. how it can help your mental health. It all came about so randomly. I put a picture up on uh, Facebook, and someone that I used to hang out with when I lived in London, got in contact. She now works for Eurostar. She said, this is a bit of a long shot, but we're putting together some events for International Women's Day, and the person we had lined up dropped out. Would you be able to come in and talk to us about being a female artist? Oh, right. So So it wasn't like you were on the Eurostar and the staff came around their trolley. That's why in my Ah. mind, I was like, oh yeah, they all were like gathered around you (laughs) on your seat on the way to France, and they're like just there, just gazing at you. That's what I had in my mind. I wish I was that charismatic. (laughs) Um, but no, it was slightly different to that. So I said, all right, um, I'm, I'm up for seeing what happens. She said, you don't have to prepare anything because well, we'll just um, have questions for you. So I said, all right, cool. So I went up there with a couple of paintings, set myself up in a little meeting room and, um, and their, uh, a bunch of their staff came in and they had no questions for me. So I just had to start right. talking. <laughs> And oh, that is like that's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tough crowd. A little bit. Well, I have to say, they were really lovely. Um, and to to be honest with you, being a female artist for me has never really I've never noticed it to be much of an issue. I think if you want to be like a famous fine artist and you're in the you know the uh, global globally known museums, it might be a different story. But for me, it's been all right. So I sort of drifted onto my soapbox theme, which is that I think we need art and creativity in our lives. And uh, I was really horrified to discover recently that my nine-year-old nephew has got no art or music in his curriculum. Um, and he's really lucky why? that... I, you may well ask why. I, it just makes you want to bang your head on the wall. Because, where, where is he based? Uh, just, out, just outside Lewis. So I'm assuming it's, you know, this is a, a national thing. Fortunately, he's got parents who can pay for him to have after-school club art classes and that sort of thing. But yeah. I'm imagining if less privileged kids don't get that. Oh. And I'm just thinking that this is... It, it really scares me. I think it's dangerous. And it doesn't make any sense because it, it's been scientifically proven that kids who study music do better in maths and science. Yeah. Um, we've all been through an extremely turbulent time and kids... I'm sure would find art hugely beneficial yeah. to help them sort out any mental health issues that have come up. Yeah. And also, we're preparing kids for a world that we have no idea what it's going to look like. 
So we need people who can be critical thinkers, yeah. who can think outside the box, who can put together ideas that haven't been put together before. And I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, you need people that are creative in that situation, in that conversation. Right. Like, um, I, was, uh, I listened to a podcast. I always go on about this podcast on my podcast. <laughs> Blind boy, you've made it again. Um, but he, I, I, I learned so much from him. Uh, yeah. But he was talking about how, like, you know, he always he loves Science Week and he always talks about that when it comes up. And um, yeah, he was talking, he had a conversation with someone about how important it is to have people that can think in like a philosophical, I can't say it, philosophic way and artistic yeah. way and creative yeah. to to help the science move forward because yeah because yeah, yeah you 100%. need to have need to have the questions and the ideas you do. yeah you do. I mean there are so many like there's there's art in maths and um and and science as you say which is something that I never really understood as yeah. a kid struggling with maths at the back of the class yeah um but but art is in everything and it just yeah. helps us understand Oh well, and when, once you start looking into things like quantum physics and the way nature works, it's just like creativity is the answer, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Like, uh, well, maybe we need to get youth art connect in Eastbourne. Then it has been talked about actually. We we do want to uh, to get our CIC out there further. Have you, do you you know about youth art connect? Remind the, me. The youth art connect me. is the sort of charity, well, CIC that I started up a couple of yeah. years ago. Uh, introducing the therapeutic benefits of art. It was to young people at first, but now it's to everyone. Mm-hmm. We, we hold like an art club once a month, and then do other stuff throughout, throughout the month as well. And it's all free and do, or donation based. And um, yeah, we want to try and make that global. And yeah, I mean, but it's a shame that like organisations like us have to exist to to make it accessible to, yeah. to people. And We've yeah, got to start somewhere though, right? Yeah, exactly. Plant those seeds. Yeah, exactly. Vote in the right people, I guess. That's yep, step one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. What else was I going to talk to you about? I've uh, come to the end of my. Actually, did we, did we carry on a bit more about the Eurostar chat? Did you? Did you? Uh... Well, that was basically the gist of what I was talking to them yeah. about, and um, it just blew me away, really, how how much I enjoyed talking about it, and seemingly how much they enjoyed it too. And quite a few people came up to speak to me afterwards to say that they'd been inspired to pick up their camera again or to have Amazing. another crack at poetry or do a bit of sketching and it just filled my heart so much because that that's the magic isn't it yeah that right the magic yeah. Well, that's incredible. You are an inspiration to people, and yeah. uh, that's 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 amazing thing you did there. And it's it's great, isn't it? Like how like you can just plant a couple of seeds in someone's mind, and mm. and then like you you hear back a couple of years later, you check in on them, and they and they have done something incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've had that a couple of times through my life where you've uh, really? reconnected with people, and you've uh, when I worked at a gym, I remember I met this guy. Uh, in a in a pub, and uh, I literally all I did was take him for like an art uh, an art club, a gym class, yeah. and a couple of gym classes, yeah. and then like a couple of years later, I saw him in a pub. He goes, Graham, you changed my life. I, I, I went on and lost all my weight, and like I'm really healthy and fit now, and I, I work out a lot, and like you know, thank you so much. And I'm like, whoa, like wow. just because I was doing my job. Yeah, you know? that's so, uh, beautiful. Yeah, adding in those uh, random acts of kindness and. Well, even just doing your job. Well, I've got something for you, yeah. actually, on that note. Um, because I've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast, what I'm, the Karma Card project yeah. that I'm doing. And I've got a couple of, uh, oh, I thought amazing. I would give you 
Puss in Boots from one of my old collections. Well, it's actually it's Ar- Arthur in Boots. <laughs> and then I thought also I'd give you Stonehenge. Thank okay, you so, so much. That's beautiful. So what I've given Pearl now are two of my my karma cards and what I would like her to do is she can send both of them if she wants or she can keep them up totally up to her but if you could think about sending at least one on to someone as a random act of kindness yeah and uh, yeah maybe you can have the other one and then what I've else I've got in here as well because I'm developing this like I was I used to do six every six months but now I'm doing 12 every 12 months every December and I'm doing a karma card calendar so you've got yourself a sexy little easel here okay what you can place the cards in or it's not going to do in the grass is it but you can see what I mean and then you display it until you want to and then you take it off and then you've got the next one displayed oh incredible so So you have an image for each month yeah exactly so basically you uh, you have you'll have your 12 up there stacked this is just a prototype (laughs) if you're 12 stacked on when you get it a landscape you obviously turn them all over and then yeah so you display January and you've got the whole of the month to think about who you want to send it to and then you yeah. take it off write that letter sending it off and then you've got February's on the desk for the that is so the lovely so yeah such a lovely idea yeah thank no you that's all good well thank you very much for doing this random podcast my massive pleasure yeah it's been and really fun I, I, I do like doing this kind of stunt where like it's a little bit awkward you don't know what's <laughs> going to happen but you know like uh yeah, it worked, didn't it? It worked, <laughs> it worked. Well, okay, um, well, let's, I think we should probably go for our coffee now, hey? Let's do it. Sorry, that probably smacked you straight in the face after that fairly chilled out interview with the amazing Pearl Bates. Thank you very much, Pearl Bates. It was wonderful having you on the podcast, even though you had no choice. (laughs) And what utter pearls of wisdom we got from that conversation. I know I got out of it, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you artists out there resonated with a lot of what she said. 
And don't go anywhere because the podcast is not quite over yet. We still have to sing happy birthday to today's celebrity. I didn't want to interrupt the flow of conversation with Pearl, so I have decided to do the celebrity birthday song now. And afterwards, I'll have a little catch up with you about what we talked about last week, about not giving a flying F and how that's going for me. So today, our celebrity birthday was born 1958 and sadly passed away in 2016. He was a pioneering American musician, singer, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist whose groundbreaking career spanned over four decades. Renowned for his flamboyant stage presence and genre-blending music, he achieved unparalleled success as a pop icon. He released numerous critically acclaimed albums including Purple Rain, Sign of the Times and 1999, showcasing his mastery of funk, rock, R&B and soul. His innovative fusion of styles, provocative lyrics and dazzling performances captivated audiences worldwide. With over 100 million records sold, he received seven Grammy Awards, an Academy Award and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2004. His immense talent, artistic vision and trailblazing contributions continue to inspire and influence generations of musicians and fans. And if you didn't already guess whose birthday is today from my epic cover of his song, When Doves Cry, <laughs> which he is probably rolling in his grave now after hearing. Today's celebrity birthday is the artist known as Prince. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Prince, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Prince. Thank you very much for all of the fond memories I have had at school friends' birthday parties in community centres, having my first slow dances. And I hope your day is full of Love, hugs, happiness, and cake. Oh, hark, listen, it's the ukulele backing track. <laughs> Some of you may have noticed that we haven't had it this week, but I decided not to put it on because uh, I wanted to be immersed in the ASMR sounds and surrounds of nature that me and Pearl were sitting in having our conversation. But here it is. I know that some of you do enjoy it, so, uh, yeah. Thank you very much for being here today, guys. And if you are fans of Pearl and you're here because of her, thank you very much for still sticking with the podcast after she has left. <laughs> and you had to go through the birthday section, which uh, you probably weren't aware um, that happens in this podcast. I do it every week. Um, but also... I talk about how you guys can help me do what I do. <laughs> right, one thing I have got going this week, which you can help me out with. Um, if you go to my social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, check out one of the posts I've made. I've done a couple of lives and I've done a couple of posts as well. Um, let me bring it up so I can read it out to you. Uh, hang on. So, yeah. 
I am going back to Bali and I am in talks with, with an orphanage that I wanted to collaborate with last time I was there, but it didn't happen for a few different reasons. So I'm back there now uh, on the 15th and I will be going to have a coffee uh, with one of the um, people that run the, the orphanage and to discuss me running an art day for the children. Um, and I have a GoFundMe account, which I'll put a link in the description, which is gofundme.com forward slash Graham Cullis. Um, but if you go to my social media feeds and if you donate £5, you can pick a number from 1 to 50 off this specific post that I've made. You'll see it's, it's got a board of numbers, 50 tickets, and it's a raffle to win a whole collection of my new prints that I've just released on my brand new website which is live now www.grahamcullis.com um, I have um, got a collection of prints called the Of The Sea collection and I am super stoked with it I've got a moonlight uh, ocean scene, I've got a humpback whale, I've got two penguins holding hands I've got a shark from underneath with the light refracting across the surface and I have a post-apocalyptic painting uh, which is called One Day which depicts Stonehenge submerged underwater uh, well there we go a little bit of a climate change uh, vibe but yeah if you would love to help me uh, you can go and buy a raffle ticket by donating to the GoFundMe campaign five pounds per number have a look at the comments of the post uh, because um, I have uh, people that what I've asked people to do is to leave a comment of which number they want or DM me if they want to remain anonymous and then I'll put it in the comments on their behalf so people know which numbers which numbers are taken and I will do an update post with some of the numbers crossed out but yeah, if you want a chance to win a whole collection of framed prints okay this not just prints you can have them in frames as well please note if you are playing from an international location um, I will have to ask you to pay for shipping if you want the frames if you don't want the frames I'm happy to cover the shipping but it's going to be kind of pricey to send out five frames um, internationally from the UK so if you're from the UK I'm happy to pay for that but if you are doing it from outside of the UK then please just uh, remember that um, but yeah please do uh, help me out I cannot wait to go and do this with the kids i've got some really amazing plans for it and i just need a bit of money for some for some materials and to hire a marquee for the day and I, and i also want to help um pay a couple of locals local creatives from bali to help me create some video content so i want to pay them a bit of money to help me out capturing the day so we can help raise the profile of the orphanage yeah so yeah, go to gofundme.com forward slash Graham Cullis to leave the donation. Message me directly with what number you want. And uh, yeah, if you want to look at the what number's been taken, uh, go to my social medias and you can find me, Graham Cullis Art on Facebook and Graham Cullis on Instagram. Oh, and follow me while you're there as well. <laughs> and another way you can help me, you can join my Karma Club on patreon.com forward slash Graham Cullis Art. Some of you uh, seasoned podcast listenerers will know what Patreon is. Patreon is a subscription service which helps podcasters like myself remain independent and help pays me to do what I do as a job. I love doing this and 
All I ask is if you are getting a bit of joy and love out of this podcast, a bit of distraction, then please consider paying me for my efforts because it's a lot of work putting this together. Uh, editing, recording, doing all the marketing. I wear all the hats on this. So if you can help me out and join that, that would be amazing. And joining my Karma Club, as you would have heard me talking about the little calendar uh, thing that I'm putting together for the cards. So 12 cards in December for 2024. You heard me talk about it with... Um, pearl earlier so yeah that you will get that for a small monthly subscription so literally the price of a pint or a cup of coffee once a month and i will send you those every december for the following year so we've got the 2024 collection coming up and also i do know that it is a bit of a stretch sometimes for some people that can to do monthly contributions i will actually be putting these up for pre-order on my website at some point not quite ready with that yet but once I've got um, a bit of content together and I've run the uh, prototype through the printers with the easel and I've got everything together with the insert that goes in the pack as well um, because I'm gonna have a little insert which is gonna depict all the months and which which month is allocated to what card Um, once I've got that all together um, and I've got some photos of that I will put that up on my website for pre-order and if you want a pre-pre-order just feel free to reach out to me in a DM and I'll be happy to put you on the list um, for that Um, but yeah that's a way you can help me go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Art and subscribe for a small monthly pledge and help me do what I do do what I do in the world, do what I do on the podcast, and you get my art as well. And then the best thing about those little cards that you get through the post every year is you can then spread some love yourself of them by writing little letters of love, random acts of kindness, and sending them on around the world. Hence, it's called the Karma Club, and then you will be part of my club, and I will be forever in debt and love you forever. So patreon.com, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Art link will also be in the description and of course share the podcast with a friend recommend it and share it on your social medias do all that uh, because that's the best way we can together help grow this podcast i would love this podcast to grow um so i could get some epic interviews um not saying that the people i've interviewed already aren't epic but you know what i mean um some people with influence that i might be able to you know might be able to help the cause that what i'm trying to achieve that'd be great so yeah let's let's shoot for the stars shall we guys um please yeah help me out and if you can send me a message as well to tell me what you thought of the podcast because it's a really nice indicator to know if people are listening or not i have done something recently which i've changed and it's made me feel so much better remember i talked about it last week uh the last podcast is called the art of not giving two flying f's (laughs) well basically um what i just in a nutshell what that was about was i have a bad habit of dropping a podcast then the next day i will obsess over the analytics and i'll look to see who's listened and then i'll get disappointed and i'll be depressed and i'll have a creative hangover and it'll ruin my week uh for the first part of the week at least um And I saw that as a pattern and I've changed that. And I have not looked at the analytics at all this week. And I tell you what, it has made one heck of a difference. And I was talking about this as well to my um, art artistic arty farty friend Ella um we're both on a similar journey at the moment to try and sell our art and um take it a bit more seriously and she's been running some adverts and she said that to me that she's 
been uh, obsessed with looking at the analytics and it just made me think oh do you know what like I'm about to go through all that as well and I think I am going to take this same concept over when I'm trying to push my art online as well I'm going to run the campaigns and then I'm going to get the hell out of there and come back at a later date and reassess and check everything out because um, yeah like we are living in a world right now which uh, does involve a lot of dashboards and things to keep an eye on well um, especially if you're an artist or a musician or someone that's in social media or in the tech world you know it's uh, it's a lot of screen time and um, yeah I'm I'm feeling so much better guys so to- it works you know and I haven't looked at how many views I had last week and I don't care um, and I've promised myself that I won't look until I put this up for schedule tonight. It was actually because it's Tuesday. I'm again doing it lastminute.com. I uh, try and release this podcast every Wednesday and it's now Tuesday night. Um, but it's okay. Uh, I At least I'm getting it done, hey? <laughs> but I have said to myself that I won't look at the analytics until I have finished everything with this podcast it's all edited and i've scheduled it on acast then i'll have a little look to see what last week's did so i haven't got any news of you to tell you how it did um maybe i'll have that for you next week but i'm also pondering on not looking again just because i'm I'm enjoying it and i don't know whether well it might be a good experiment to do this just to see how i feel if i do look at last week's I'll get back to you on that. I'll tell you next week what I did. (laughs) But anyway, guys, I'm going to leave you with that. Um, Thank you very much for for joining in. It was so amazing to get some pearls of wisdom from the amazing Pearl Bates. So thank you very much, Pearl, for coming on. Thank you very much to everyone that came today because of Pearl. And thank you very much to everyone else that's been supporting me. I can't do this without you. And possibly the next time I speak to you, what's the date? are we on i don't even know what it is is it a sick here we go yeah so well actually no there should be one more podcast before i'm in bali but i'm gonna try and get next week's out as well uh but i leave on the 15th so if you don't hear from me next week the next time you hear from me i'll be in bali getting ready for the for the orphanage collaboration and also to chill the F out and do some surfing and painting and just uh, recharge my batteries. Right, guys, have a wonderful week and I will love you and leave you.